0: Hello everyone and welcome to episode 18 of the Flash Alert podcast brought to you by Lexus. Through this weekly series, we will be taking you through the legal updates and flash alerts that you may have missed during the week. Stay tuned to know more. In the face of the devastating second wave of the pandemic, we wish to express our heartfelt gratitude to the doctors and other frontline workers who are working overtime, exposed to an extremely vulnerable environment to save lives and also urge all listeners to stay strong. Let us now look at key developments in the past week. Beginning with the banking and finance sector news, RBI has come up with many significant steps in the past week, covered under the first section. RBI has linked dividend payout to balance sheet parameters to increase transparency regarding the financial health of finance companies. Boards of non-banking financial companies have been asked to factor in RBI's observation during supervision and the notes to accounts before approving a dividend. The new dividend distribution norms prescribed by the regulator apply to all finance companies, including core investment companies. RBI launched the 2020-2021 round of its annual survey on computer software and information technology-enabled services exports, results of which are used for compilation of balance of payment statistics. It collects data on various aspects of computer services exports as well as business process outsourcing. The survey results are released in the public domain. The RBI has allowed banks to recover part of gold metal loan advances in physical gold. Banks that have got the permission to import gold and are participating in the gold monetization scheme are allowed to extend gold loans which are availed by jewelers and exporters. The repayment has to be made through locally sourced Indian gold delivery standard metal and has to be delivered to the bank by the refiner or the central agency on behalf of the borrower. The RBI has asked cooperative banks to ensure that their outsourcing policy does not diminish its ability to fulfill its obligation to customers and RBI. RBI said that the policy should not impede the effective supervision by RBI or National Bank for Agriculture and Development. A cooperative bank intending to outsource any of its financial activities should put in place a comprehensive outsourcing policy. Seeking to accelerate its general awareness campaign, the RBI has started looking for an entity that can develop multimedia publicity material in 14 languages. Besides newspapers, magazines, radio, television channels, and cinema halls, the campaign will also cover digital media, web portals, and social media. RBI is inviting applications from advertising agencies for designing the creatives for the awareness campaign. Moving on towards the markets and regulatory compliances updates, SEBI came up with some major measures in the past week covered under Section 2. SEBI clarified rules pertaining to holding of liquid assets in open ended debt mutual funds. Sebi had in November 2020 issued rules that entailed keeping of minimum 10% in government securities in order to enhance the liquidity in open-ended debt funds like floater funds, credit risk funds, banking and PSU bond funds, among others. The government's 50,000 crore rupees fund of funds scheme for small businesses has hit a hurdle as Sebi has questioned the existing structure of the scheme. According to Sebi, it does not comply with the current regulatory framework. The scheme, announced in May 2020, as a part of the Atmanirbhar Bharat package calls for state-owned national small industries corporations to set up a special-purpose vehicle under the scheme and register it with SEBI. SEBI is expected to finalize norms for broad-based ownership of stock exchanges and depositories and bring in new players at its upcoming board meeting on June 29, 2021. The market regulator had discussed the matter in a previous board meeting and had postponed a decision back then. SEBI has postponed implementation of the the skin-in-the-game norms for the employees of mutual fund to October instead of the earlier notified deadline of July 1, 2021. Industry seeks more time to implement the rule as it involves rejigging the salaries and pay structure of fund managers. A SEBI discussion paper proposed a seamless process to attempt delisting when one acquires a significant stake under the takeover Code. This is expected to usher in take-private mergers and acquisitions by private equity funds and foreign companies. Currently, any acquirer wishing to delist a firm after takeover has to undertake various complicated compliances. A subgroup in SEBI's Primary Market Advisory Committee has also recommended sweeping changes aligning these norms. SEBI has invited comments on the paper till 16th of July. SEBI revised the minimum subscription and trading lot for publicly issued real estate investment trusts with the minimum application value to be brought down from 50,000 rupees to a range of 10 to 15,000 rupees and the revised trading lot shall be of one unit. In a move to deepen the commodity derivative segment, SEBI has permitted exchanges to offer cross-margining benefits to clients arbitraging between commodity index futures and their underliers, which would slash margins to trade to just a fourth of that presently chargeable. The Board of SEBI has approved a new category of wealthy, well-informed investors, termed accredited investors, who will be allowed to invest in riskier products not usually allowed to individuals. The regulator's board also tightened norms for independent directors and said that they can be appointed only through a special resolution passed by shareholders. Moreover, the regulator also said that the Nomination and remuneration Committee of the Board of Directors, which decides on appointments and compensation, and the Audit Committee should have two-thirds independent directors compared to a simple majority now. These changes will take effect from January 2022. SEBI approved amendments to mutual fund rules which may require fund houses to invest more in their new fund offerings depending on risk level to ensure more skin in the game. The current rule requires an investment of 1% of the amount raised in new fund offer or an amount of Rs 50 lakh, whichever is less. SEBI extended guidelines for complying with certain regulatory requirements by stockbrokers, clearing members and KYC registration agencies in view of the ongoing pandemic till July 31, 2021. SEBI has clarified that its regulations don't allow investment advisors to charge referral fee if they refer a client to another party. The clarification came after IFAS Financial India Private Limited sought clarity on some aspects of its regulations concerning Registered Investment Advisor. According to SEBI, the investment advisor cannot charge a brokerage as the set requirement is fulfilled by the current framework. Moving on to Section 3 which will cover government updates, the National Anti-Profiteering Authority has directed all goods and services tax field units to collect evidence against suppliers that do not pass on benefits of lowered rates on COVID-related goods or materials to consumers and take up consumer complaints on priority. The authority has also directed field units to ensure that prices of COVID-related materials whose rates have been lowered following amendments to law are reduced and benefits passed on to customers. Insurance companies have settled 80% of 15.39 lakh COVID-19 health claims amounting to Rs 15,000 crores as on June 22nd. As far as death claims are concerned, which are handled by the life insurers, about 55,000 claims have been intimated, out of of which around 44,000 claims amounting to Rs 3,593 crores have already been settled, which is around 88%. The government may review the legal provision that allows for the withdrawal of an insolvency case in favour of an often negligible one-time settlement. The Ministry of Finance has said that no order regarding resumption of dearness allowance for central government employees and dearness relief for central government pensioners from 1st July has been issued. Risk-averse investors may invest in small savings schemes now, as the government is likely to reduce the interest rates from July 1st. Finance Minister on June 28, 2021 said she would announce eight relief measures amid the second coronavirus wave in India, with focus on health and medical infrastructure in Tier 2 and Tier 3 cities in India. The Ministry of Corporate Affairs has extended the relaxation on timelines of various compliances and the waiver of late fees on various filings under the Companies Act and the LLP Act by up to two months till August 31, 2021. The relaxation of charge-related timelines have also been extended to cover cases where the creation or modification of the charge falls between April 1st and July 31st, or where the due date for filing charge-related forms falls between these dates. Finance Minister announced the extension of Atmanirbhar Bharat Yojana till 31st March 2022. The Central Board of Indirect Taxes and Customs, in a notification, cut the basic custom duty on crude palm oil to 10% and refined palm oil to 37.5%, with effect from 30th June 2021, and will remain in force up to and inclusive of the 30th September 2021. Finance Minister asked ministries and their central public sector enterprises to front-load capital expenditure and ensure clearance of micro, small, and medium enterprises dues by 31st July 2021. The Central Board of Direct Taxes clarified that buyers would need to deduct tax at source at 0.1% of amount exceeding Rs 50 lakh when paid or credited to a resident seller on transactions after July 1st, 2021 under Section 194Q of the Income Tax Act, which comes into effect from July 1st. Finance Ministry has brought back expenditure curbs for a number of ministries applicable in the July and September quarter in light of the second wave of the pandemic. The curbs, which come into force from July 1st, put limitations on a number of departments to spend only 20% of their yearly allocation in the July-September quarter, as opposed to 25%. And lastly, environment updates for the past weeks are as follows. The National Green Tribunal has remarked on the State Pollution Control Board for failing to check discharge of toxic effluents from pharmaceutical companies into Sisa River that flows through the Baddi industrial area. The bench, in its June 23, 2021 order, said such failure of statutory duties is at the cost of public health and protection of environment, for which the chairperson and member secretary of the PCB owe an explanation, which may be furnished before the next date of hearing, which is October 5. And lastly. Paving the way for the transformation of the fossil fuel ecosystem in the country, the Minister of Road Transport and Highways has issued a draft notification for facilitating use of a blend of 12% and 15% ethanol in gasoline as automotive fuels. Comments have been invited from stakeholders within a period of 30 days. Mixing petrol with ethanol, which is made from molasses, a of sugar, will help lessen the amount of oil India imports. This brings us to the end of this week's podcast. Thank you all for tuning in. If you liked today's episode, please subscribe and tune in every Friday for more such updates. Please feel free to write in to us for your comments or suggestions for today's episodes. We hope you have a wonderful weekend.